Hello. Um, never done Facebook Live before, and um, doing this for a couple of reasons. Uh, just so you know, the microphone's here because we're ultimately going to use the audio from this for a podcast at Entourage Ministries. Um, Entourage Ministries is a women's ministry that I'm involved with right now. Uh, we just we love the Lord, and we are um, putting out content uh, for women uh, that encourages them and spurs them on in their walks with the Lord. We have a, a monthly gathering in Duran, Oklahoma, where most of us live, and then we also have a podcast and a blog. And so um, podcasts are something that have impacted my life immensely as a, a busy uh, mom. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm involved in in my own church, um, and I have a career. And so podcasts are something um, that allow me to hop in my car or to listen to it while I'm getting, getting ready. And they're definitely a way that we look forward to to ministering to others. So I'm recording a podcast today. Um, I'm doing the video, a Facebook Live of this, because last time when we did a podcast, there were actually several people that watched it after the fact, and the Lord ministered to them. And so even though I'm not thrilled about um, being in this uh, format where people can see me so uh, candidly and transparently, I think that um, that if the Lord puts something on your heart, then I'm definitely, if the Lord puts something on my heart, I'm not going to build fences around that and say, well, we're only going to use it for podcast or we're only going to use it in a blog. So uh, so yeah, that's what's going on today. So uh, moving on to the heart of the podcast, it's Cyber Monday, if you didn't know that. And guess what? I'm not going to sell you anything. Uh, but just being in the thrust of the holiday seasons with which I actually love. I know that gifts are are something that are are coming into the hearts and minds of people, whether for uh, better or for worse. Some people probably have a lot of anxiety thinking about Christmas shopping and getting gifts. Some people probably have a lot of joy thinking about that. But in a season that on the secular side can be so defined um, by gifts and uh, whether receiving or giving, I just wanted to bring um, a word about good works back to the surface, and I wanted uh, to encourage everyone that's a believer on here um, to continue in doing good works. And just a note about that, of course, good works uh, do not save us. Uh, good works are are a fruit that comes from relationship with with the Lord. But uh, I wanted to share a little bit about my story, and I'm going to start in Galatians chapter 6. That's not where my story is, but that's where the Word's going to connect with the message that we're focusing on today. Galatians chapter 6. Uh, Galatians, uh, this is a, a letter in, in Bible language. People call this an epistle, but we're just, we're not going to be that fancy. We're going to call it a letter. And a guy named Paul wrote it to a church um, in Galatians. So um, in chapter 6, verse 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he or she will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit um, will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. So, um, 
meditating on this verse this morning, I was reminded about so many people that the Lord placed in my life uh, that sowed into it. And they didn't see an immediate result from that, from their sacrificial giving of, of time, resources, just different blessings that they sowed into my life. But I'm seeing fruit of it now. And so I want to honor those people. Um, I grew up in a minister's family, and um, my family served God in full-time ministry until I was almost 16 years old, and then my parents went through what I would consider a very tragic and horrible divorce, and I think those words probably describe all divorces, really. Um, And so after that, my life looked very different. Um, We moved um, several hours away from our our place of worship, our community, all of my dad's family, and we moved um, to the area of Oklahoma that my mom was from. And I'd went from living in a home that was so stable and so secure um, to living in one that it, it was stable and secure, but definitely looked different and felt a bit different, just shifting into a single parent household. And so my mom was an amazing, my mom is an amazing mom. She leaned so heavily on the Lord during that time as she still does. I, as a mom who works and has a husband that works. I have no idea how a single mom supports four kids and and does all of those things. But there were people that God placed in our pathway at that time that just sowed into me, and I didn't even know that's what they were doing. Um, one of the first couples that comes to mind— um, they we we met them in Wilburton and uh, just a, an amazing couple. They worked for BP, and I remember that um, as we were packing up our house in in Wilburton, Oklahoma, to move um, in the midst of this heartache. This man who could have easily paid someone else to do this, he came and he disassembled my bed for me, and uh, and he he bought us. Um, boxes so that we could pack our belongings in those and and help physically load us onto a U-Haul that then another woman would actually drive to Durant for us and and help us unload. And something about just seeing um, that small act of goodness from Him sowed something into my heart. Uh, it showed me how to uh, how to love um, children who are in those circumstances, maybe um, without both parents in the picture or with, without someone that, um, that that just knows how to do those things. And I am eternally grateful that those people displayed that good work. And so that sowed a love into my heart for, for loving on people that are now in the circumstance that I was in. And it was something they saw no fruit or benefit from doing. I say they, the man showed up to do it, but certainly there was, there was a wife that was supporting him and praying for them. Uh, their name was The Gates, and I'm just so thankful for them. When, when we moved to Durant, um, there were a number of other people that also showed up in this way. I, I became good friends with a, a woman named Leander Justice. Some of you may know Leander. She was a teacher in my school, and uh, I, I remember getting ready for graduation my senior year. She took me dress shopping, and don't get me wrong. I didn't live in poverty. I wasn't um, hungry or in need of eating, but she did something that probably was a great blessing to my mom, and it was a great blessing to me. She took me and let me pick out my graduation dress that I literally think I graduated from college in as well. And I'll never remember the night before I left for college, her husband gave me a $200 check, which was 
an incredible amount of, of money. And that was just basic spending money for me to have in college. And these people were not kin to me. They were not related to me. There was nothing special about me that made them do that. They just... They were sowing good seed into spiritual things, and they saw no immediate fruit from that. There was no benefit to them for doing that. God obviously loves a cheerful giver. The Word says that. But they were sowing, and they were sowing into spiritual things. And and now there are other people reaping harvest from that, uh, because not only did that sustain me, but it makes me want— as a married person, I want to be a cheerful giver and so faithfully um, into spiritual things and be doing these good works. And so I'm just going to share a couple more stories because, again, they saw no immediate fruit from the seed that they sowed, but I want to honor them because it was so fruitful. And I hope that in hearing these stories, um, you, the listener, will be encouraged to do good works in the lives in the lives of others. Um, another example: I, I was fortunate living in a small area, a rural area. You kind of get opportunities to try lots of different things and be involved in many different things. And and um, I actually. One time I competed in Miss Oklahoma, which is very strange because that's not my cup of tea, but I did it. It was an interesting and good experience. Uh, There were great women that mentored me in the process, but I really didn't have the money to compete in that sort of thing. And I was in college. I was working two jobs and still in a single-parent household at this time. And I remember that a woman just paid— paid for me to have an interview outfit that was like everyone else's. She she gave anonymously, uh, so I can't even say who it was, but it it was it was a precious gift. And again, it was something that she didn't see an immediate benefit from, but she sowed that good work into my life. And um, not only um, did it do something for me at the time, it has produced fruit in the way that I interact with others. And I'm just so grateful for that. I remember there was a woman uh, when I was a a junior in high school or sophomore in high school going uh, through the midst of of my family being divorced. And just because my parents worked and and I had several siblings, I just needed someone to take me to a dentist appointment. And and she took off of work and took me. And that doesn't seem like a big deal probably to some people, but it it was a big deal to me because I understood the sacrifice. And so, again, all of these random things that I'm talking about, these random acts of generosity and kindness, there was no immediate fruit for the people that chose to sow into my life, to sow into spiritual things. But I benefited, and people are benefiting now because it informed how I choose to sow my resources and my time. And another one that comes to mind, this is really, really funny, kind of as I think about it. When I moved to the Durant area, I was an ag ag girl. I'm not a cow girl, but I had gotten involved in FFA, and I did this for the purpose of missing school as much as possible. And I noticed there were a lot of opportunities to do that if you're in FFA. And the quarterback at Southeastern at the time, his name was Drew Beard, and he had a a fiance named Chelsea, and we really had nothing in common. She'd been a collegiate athlete. Um, She was uh, just very different from me in our temperament and our personality. But I remember she came to my house and she helped me with some ag projects and she would invite me to go and and do things with her and and I remember her once even just being she said I'm going to be so 
real with you. And she just told me about some sin in her life from when she was in high school and taught me about what it looks like to be uh, to be transparent as a believer. And even when you're shepherding another believer and, and being naive back then, I, I just thought she wanted to be my friend. But she was being more than that. She was sowing into my life. She was She was being intentional with me. And so just in the hype of gifts and spending and shopping, I just would encourage everyone, like, remember that there are good works that we are called to do. There's good seed to be sown this holiday season. It's not about, it's not about things you can even measure or, or make tangible, but it's about that moment those moments of showing up in the lives of others. And I love that it says um, in Galatians 6, oh, my nose is starting to run. Sorry for everyone who will later hear that in great detail on the podcast. Um, It says, um, do good to everyone, but especially to those who are in the household of faith. I think sometimes we think because people are in church, they have it all together and they're not in need of these things. But more often than not, I see um, the broken in our churches and and the single moms and those who are desperately in need of someone to come alongside of them and to sow into the spiritual things so that there can be a harvest of fruit. And so, um, again, this was just kind of an—it will be an unusual podcast, but it was something that the Lord put on my heart this morning that I wanted to use as a means of of encouraging other people to spur to spur on sowing good seed, doing good works in this holiday season. And if you happen to be someone on the other end of that, that you're thinking, man, I'm a kid going through a divorce— or I'm a, a woman or a, a man who's been left by their by their spouse, and I feel like I have nothing to give. Um, I would just say, don't give up. God's going to meet you where you are, and there are people watching this, and there are people sitting in churches that the Holy Spirit's going to talk to them and tell them to go and sow good seed into your life. Um, so I hope that as as we continue on in this holiday season, that it's not marked um, by beautiful wrapping paper um, by by getting, you know, the gifts that are like right right on spot, the, the things that you wanted, but it's marked by seeds that were sown that will be harvested in generations to come, in years to come. So I just, I pray a blessing for those people that sowed so faithfully into my life without seeing the harvest that would come from that. And I know that God will honor them for that. So I'm going to close by reading the same passage of Scripture. And just asking that the Lord show you who is it that you need to sow into? What are the spiritual things this holiday season that need to be sown into? So again, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. But the one who sows to his flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. I'm just going to um, close out what will be this podcast by praying over over listeners and um, and and thanking God. And um, again, we never want to neglect the opportunity 
to share about how to receive God's grace, and that's simply through prayer and uh, and crying out to to Jesus as Savior and asking Him to come and, and be Lord of your life. It is as simple as that. Um, so, Lord, I, I come before you, and I thank you for uh, the women that will listen to this uh, jumbled mess of of words on a podcast, and I just pray that uh, that you would make them coherent, Father, um, that they would speak uh, to the hearts of people, and that that people would be compelled and convicted to go, and and to continue doing good works for for maybe someone that uh, will be listening that feels like they've done so much and they're so weary and doing good. I pray that they would be encouraged in their heart and their spirit. Um, not to grow faint of that, Father, but that you would just give them encouragement to continue seeing with their spiritual spiritual eyes. And for anyone who thinks, man, I I'm really uh, desperate this holiday season. I need. I need someone to come and sow into my life. I, I thank you that um, that you have a body on this earth that that rises up and that becomes your hands and feet, and that you're going to send the right person uh, to the right place in the right time for that individual. So uh, that concludes this random thought process. We're going to shift over to the Entourage Ministries page now. Go like us, um, and we may do some Facebook uh, live feeds as we actually dive further into the Word and some passages uh, in Exodus uh, talking about about grace and, and moving through difficult times. Um, and you can also find the podcast on your iPhone now, um, Foster, my Five-year-old did a little video last night demonstrating how exactly you find a podcast on your phone, and I plan to to post that later. But um, I I pray that everyone is blessed today, and I thank you to those that uh, joined in for this random encouragement. And uh, if any of those folks, the the Gates or the Davises or um, uh, Leandra and Landon Justice. Uh, or, or watching this, I just I thank you uh, that you sowed into my life, that you did not become weary in doing good, and that God did bring fruitful harvest from that. Thank you for your faith uh, and for your great act of, of love. Blessings to everyone.